So, some of you are probably wondering right now, uh, where's my Wednesday release? Well, with the release of the previous episode, that concludes season one of the Arise podcast. But don't be alarmed and don't be dismayed by our silence. Even now, we are busy cooking up season two for you. And trust me, trust me, you're going to love this one. But for this week, here's a recap of some of our best moments from season one. Stay subscribed and stay tuned. Draw close to me and I'll draw close to you. This is God speaking. James 4, 8, right? Yeah. Yeah. So God puts the responsibility on us to draw close to him. Whereas we like to put the responsibility on God to do something. Mm. So you see there, God wants to see interest. Let's just liken this to normal human relations, for example. Uh, Back to the base. (laughs) So ultimately, you will want to be close to someone who you get the impression wants to be close to you. Absolutely. Now remember... And um, I remember the light got brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter until the point that it got so bright my eyes opened and I realised I was just looking at my lamp <laughs> and it wasn't like an angel and there wasn't any light from heaven or anything like that yeah. it says thou art the anointed cherub that covereth and I have set thee so thou, thou wast upon the holy mountain of God thou hast walked up, walked up and down in the midst of the stone of fire thou wast perfect in all thy ways from the day thou hast created till iniquity was found in thee and if you read verse 17 it says thine heart was lifted up because of thy beauty thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by reason of thy brightness i will cast thee to the ground and i will lay thee before kings that they may be rested at the ark you know where the ark of the covenant was which means that samuel was acquainted with the presence of god because the ark is where the glory was so he, he was laying down wow. and finding rest by the presence of God. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow. oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> wow. One, one revelation at a time. Let's wow, 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 wow. Sorry, sorry. Just, 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 just. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, it says something along the lines of visions were, were, were rare in those days. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's like visions were rare in those days. Mm-hmm. But then God found the man Samuel who was lying by his presence. Mm-hmm. Precisely. And then he raised him up. Precisely. Wow! <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll actually, I'll actually read some of it if I can. It says, "And the child Samuel, First Samuel chapter three, from verse one, ministered unto the Lord before Eli." And so, number one, he was submitted to somebody. Wow! <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and then it says, number two, and the word of the Lord was precious or rare, like what it says in another version, was rare in those days. There was no open vision. Mm. So, in other words. Because the word of the Lord was rare, then there was no open vision. Yeah. Wow. So you may ask someone. Whoa. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. So someone may say, someone may say, I've never had a vision before. I've never had a vision before. It's possible that the word of the Lord is rare. As, and it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words wow. and urged him. So that his soul was vexed unto the... So basically she kept saying, tell me, tell me, tell me. Mm. And some people are genuinely loving God. But when they keep hearing that girl keep talking to them mm. every night, pressing with their words, mm. they give in. It's like, you know what? Let's I just... Yeah, let, I tap out, I tap out. <laughs> I surrender. <laughs> I surrender. <all. laughs> and, 
And then she eventually finds out that his hair, his strength was his hair. Mm. So verse 19 says, she made him sleep upon her knees, which means that his head was rested upon her legs, mm. which means that his mind stopped working. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and I'm telling you, because wow. the moment you stop using your mind, you now enter a place where, a place where, okay, let me put it like this. The Bible says this, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, mm -hmm. which means that your mind is a tool that can transform your entire life. Mm. To this, he leads the children of Israel by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. So we can see that God leads you differently based on the... Okay, so we hear a lot of the time this statement, Christianity is not about religion. It's about a relationship with God. Mm. So what does that actually mean? What is religion? And then what is a relationship with God? Okay, so the Bible does talk about true religion. And I believe that's not what you're referring to because James in the book of James said, uh, you know, true religion is to do this and this. And he gives a particular, some particular things that true religion is about. Yeah. Right. But when we hear that statement, I don't believe they're referring to that. I believe they were talking about religious, religiosity. Yeah. You know, um, religion is what killed Jesus. Wow. Mm. Wow. Because it was the Pharisees, yeah. the scribes and the Sadducees. The leaders of the church. Yeah. yeah. Because they were Sadducees. <laughs> <laughs> and um, relationship with God is is the reality of what we're called to be as believers, we have okay. as believers. So religion really kills that and kills um, the reality of who he is in our lives mm. and replaces it with something else, wow. with an image. Wow. So wow. when Moses went up into the mountain to wow. seek the face of God for 40 days and 40 nights, um, Aaron who was the priest at the time and the assistant to Moses eventually led the people <laughs> to, um, led the people to, uh, you know, the, to, to worship the golden calf. Yeah. And they began to use this image and dance around this image mm. and gave their gold to be a part of the image. Wow. So religion <laughs> takes Jesus and the reality of God out of the picture and replaces it with something that looks like people wow. are worshiping, looks like people oh are, are serving God, yeah. but it's, it's just an image. Wow. So it's more concerned with the image. Wow. That's why in Matthew chapter six, Jesus, though he were a son, Jesus Christ, speaking of Jesus Christ here, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Mm. So Jesus Christ himself learned obedience through suffering. Mm. And I'm sure, you know, someone listening now can relate to something that they shouldn't have done mm. and they suffered from it but they've learned how to um, do the right thing in future that's right and you know the usual example is a boy or a girl yeah. I'm sure right now you can scroll through the TL and see several indications that tell you that someone's just come out of a relationship and they're angry about it but even in my own personal life I know that I've learned to be better or more disciplined rather because of the things that I've suffered, because of the pain that I've experienced. Let me read it. First Corinthians chapter two. I'll turn there quickly. 
First Corinthians chapter 2, Paul is talking about tongues and he says, but we speak the mystery, verse 7 of God. We speak the, the wisdom of God in the mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Wow. So when we speak in tongues, we're speaking about a mystery that God has ordained for us for our glory. Mm. And our glory is in any capacity. Your glory can be your ministry, your career, your finances, your relationships. All of that are encompassed in our glory. So sometimes we haven't experienced a certain glory because we've not spoken it out into the world in that language, in a mystery wow. language, wow. which is tongues. Wow. So when you begin to speak in tongues, one dimension is yes, you're fellowshipping with God. Another dimension Verse three, through wisdom, a house is built and by understanding it's established. You see, wisdom is what you need firstly to build anything, to build that ministry, to write that book, to start that business. Understanding the principles that something was built on is what you need to sustain it. Wow. 70% of people who win the lottery go bankrupt. Wow. Because they didn't understand the principles that it, that, that it takes to acquire wealth. Absolutely. Wow. And you see, the Bible says further in verse 4, By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. So wisdom is used to first build it. Understanding is used to establish it. And establish it means to continue. Wow. And knowledge is what is necessary to embellish it, to make it pretty, mm. and to make it have sub. You see, in in uh, Matthew, I believe, 25, yeah. we read about the parable of the talents. You see that one person was given two talents mm -hmm. and came back with 100% interest. Yeah next person was given four talents and came back with 100% interest that's mm -hmm. double mm -hmm. next person was given one talent mm -hmm. buried it came back with nothing mm -hmm. and I think that that's where we have a problem when people bury their gift because they see it as insufficient